Greetings, listener. You are currently listening to Cult Cinema Catacombs. These films exist. And now, here are your hosts, Roy and Andrew. Those two great films for this year to make up for Kirk Cameron last year. Um, Listen, you you destroyed me with that movie. <laughs> Seriously. Like... Oh, man, I couldn't believe how bad that thing was, too. I was just like, oh, I should have known. But anyway, welcome. Is he still trying to save Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cult Cinema Catacombs. Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, this is our second uh, December episode. We're doing a doozy here, um, and not only just because of what the movie's title is and what it's about, but everyone who is behind this movie we're doing Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker, which has nothing to do with the franchise whatsoever. I don't even know why they slapped on the Silent Night, Deadly Night name on this. It's just, you know, they were, you know why. Because those movies were so popular that they just wanted to ride that wave. That's why they did it. And see, originally we were going to watch this on Tubi, but thank you to Shudder who had the the brilliance to drop Silent Night, Deadly Night parts three through five onto their channel for the holiday season, uh, especially since I've never seen parts three for five. I've only seen parts one and two. I just recently watched part three, and it's not that great of a film, but you have to watch it to watch Robert Culp just ham it the fuck up as a detective who's uh, investigating the disappearance <laughs> Of, of the of the character um and plus also you have to see it just so that you could see um oh god why am i forgetting his name um the actor who played crop top in uh, uh the texas chainsaw massacre part two um crap what's his name it's gonna drive me nuts we'll edit this in post <laughs> editing on this show are you kidding I haven't heard anything you've said because I've been researching whether Liev Schreiber is related to Catherine Schreiber, who plays the mom in this movie. So you can just keep right on going. That's what I'm. Uh... Oh, Bill Mosley. That's his name. Because uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 has Bill Mosley as the character Ricky from part two. Uh, he has his brain in this acrylic dome floating in juices throughout the entire film and he only has like one or two lines throughout the whole thing is basically lumbering around as a serial killing frankenstein monster um but silent night deadly night five the toy maker does not star bill mosley it stars mickey rooney it stars mickey rooney and a woman that is not leo schreiber's mom so also, we're good we're safe it also has clint howard it really does and by the way if you haven't seen Clint Howard's IMDb picture, do yourself a fucking favor. <laughs> Get is out there. The one, is it the one where he's posing naked with the Christmas cards? No, this is the one where he's all bearded up with like, he looks like Nick Offerman. Because <laughs> he released a photo a couple of years ago where he was wearing, he was completely naked and has strategically placed Christmas cards. Good for him. <laughs> Good for you, Clint Howard. Break out of that Ron Howard shell and really, really do it. Uh, Mickey Rooney has infamously condemned 
the original Silent Night, Deadly Night movie, calling it a perversion of cinema. And yet here he is in part five. Which what happened there? (laughs) No, (laughs) I think he owed a bill. Oh, yeah. They get Um, it full cleaned. (laughs) Yes. Uh, this was, I, I don't know if you knew about Mickey Rooney during this. Oh my God. I just saw his photo. He looks like Torgo from Manos, the hands of fate. Uh, <laughs> if Torgo and, Nick, and Nick Offerman had a baby. Yes. <laughs> uh, this was the time period when this movie came out where, you know, Mickey Rooney's mind was really not there. I mean, this came out in 1991. And I remember that he recorded a commentary for the episode of the twilight zone that he was in. And the whole entire time he was ranting about how the youth don't want to hear about what it took to make this episode or anything because they're too busy watching sexy things. <laughs> uh, so so, so I, I, I can only assume that's why he decided to take this role as a serial killer toy maker dressed as Santa. So he's the guy in the yeah. movie. He's, He's the guy. Geppetto or whatever they're going to call him. Yeah, whatever they call him, yeah. Um, the thing, though, that I'm really looking forward to watching this with this movie is not, not only because <laughs> Mickey Rooney is in this thing, but the people who are behind this movie. First, you, uh, the movie is written and produced by Brian Yuzna, who is a patron saint of cult cinema, yeah. especially – splatterific cult cinema. I mean, this is a man who's responsible for movies like Society, Bride of Reanimator, uh, Necronomicon, The Dentist, The Dentist Part 2. I I was fully expecting Jeffrey Combs to be in this film, and I'm a little (laughs) let down that he's not. But But at the same time, what's bizarre is that this is the same man who wrote the screenplay for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Sure, sure. Because why not? Um, I mean... This movie is a favorite of uh, Sven Gulli. Good. Uh, but the other thing that I'm looking forward to this movie is that the the makeup effects in this film are being done by, I can't remember his full name, but it's uh, the guy who's uh, Screaming Mad, who um, also invented Eek the Cat and gave us the special effects in films such as Nightmare on Elm Street 4, the, uh, the Dream uh, Master and stuff like that. So th- I think he also did the special effects for Society. So this man did, knows did he make how to those do Mickey Rooney dog heads. Those dogs that look like Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Probably. If so, that's a nice tie back into this uh, movie. <laughs> I mean, this man is known for doing some incredible, great horror gore effects. Uh, Screaming Mad George. That's his name. Um. So I am so looking forward to seeing this thing, um, especially after watching the trailer and seeing the the robot kid with the kid's face on Mickey Rooney's body. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for it for sure. <laughs> I'm going into this thing just knowing that we're going to have. Something on the same level as the Giver. <laughs> when it comes to what the fuckery, um, I can't wait. So yeah, we, we definitely chose a good double feature. I think this month. So um, 
We will be right back, folks, with our findings on Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. Also, there are boobies in the trailer, so I'm in. <laughs> Anytime. Which is always a plus for you there. Uh. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch any movie with boobies just in the trailer. Like, look at this. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Welcome to the shop of Joe Petto. Here, you'll find the most amazing gadgets on Earth. Each toy is unique. What a terrible accident. Sarah, you think this is an accident? Look. Each specially designed by the craftsman himself. Buck, where did all these toys come from? Sarah, what do you know about that old guy from the toy store? I wonder if I told you he was arrested for maiming some kids several years ago. What reason could he have to hurt innocent children? Joe Petto always wanted a real boy. Where's Sarah? He took him. Who took him? What? Who? The man from the toy store. But he'll have to make what he can get. All you need is a little of that, and a little of that, and a, a little of that. From the producer of Bride of Reanimator. I want my boy when you done with him! I'm your son now, not him! With special effects by screaming Mad George Inc. of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. <laughs> comes the most incredible night yet. Mickey Rooney stars in Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Are you ready to address the audacity this film has for existing? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say this, but um, after now of finally watching parts 3, 4, and 5, thanks to Shudder, the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise has now become a favorite franchise of mine. And I'm not saying that ironically. And the reason I'm saying that is because these movies really do have the audacity to exist. And it's like as each film comes along, it gets more grandiose and what the fuckery. And, you know, part five is probably the, the most anemic of the series, but it's worth watching just to watch Robert Culp, like, chew the scenery like crazy in the in the thing. And then you've got part four, The Initiation, which not only has nothing to do with the previous three movies, Christmas was an afterthought to this movie. But, <laughs> but we get Clint Howard as a homeless man. Um, <laughs> but then along comes Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, the Toy Maker, which is a film I've been wanting to see for the longest time. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, when I went in to see this movie, I sat down and fired it up. And I said to myself, what more is there to be seen? <laughs> they already had how many seasons of Sex in the City? And I went to watch this, you know, and I fired it up. And I was pleasantly, I mean, Samantha was there. Peloton bike guy was there. You know, it, it really is a love letter to New York. And I'm really happy that they made Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 to follow up on where the series left off. Because blonde girl and little tiny brown girl hair was there. And it was great. <laughs> it was great. Thank you, HBO, for, for really putting a capper on uh, the Silent Night, Deadly Night series with this. I appreciate that. Man, this movie had some early 90s fashion choices. It really did. Oh, so but most of them were on people's heads. <laughs> yes, especially the Wilson Phillips next door neighbor. Um, <laughs> I was into it. I'm not gonna lie. With her asymmetric, I forgot that in the early 90s that that women's hair 
could both be curly and asymmetrical at the same time. And that's what her hairdo was. I was like, wow, I forgot that that type of hairdo existed. The, the, her punk son, who was dressed up in, like, everything wrong with mall culture <laughs> during that time period. He had a subscription to Nintendo Power. You know he had. He did. He oh, 100% yeah, he did. did. And, yeah. I mean, I've seen Screaming Mad George do some twisted shit in movies. <laughs> but it's almost like Brian Usna went up to Screaming Mad George and said, you have carte blanche. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just make sure that one of the characters look like a living naked Ken doll. <laughs> and Screaming Mad George went, all right, and just went for it. <laughs> We're yeah, first. I don't even know the plot to this. <laughs> it's so thin. Oh, it's, it's so thin. insanely thin. Like, here's what I know. There was a, a woman, a single mom with a kid and the kid uh was traumatized by something and i get the feeling that mom just had like a revolving door of men coming in and out um and uh the real dad is out there somewhere pretending to be santa claus to get close to the family he was in the military wasn't he yeah he was in the military and yeah i mean the first 30 seconds in this film we get the kid waking up from a bad dream Asking for his mom, only to see his mom aardvarking with a random guy who gets killed. Craig by... T. Nelson, baby. It's not Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> I w- it, it should be. And and then he gets killed by this like evil Pokemon ball, I guess. Santa Pokemon ball. Because there's this gift that's suddenly left at the door for this kid. He goes to open it. The, the, the man, whoever the hell he is is chastising the kid tells him that he needs to go to bed the box the box moves so he opens it up and it's a santa claus painted pokemon ball that suddenly has a head pop up and some twizzlers come out of his hand to choke him right some 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 jump rope chokes him out (laughs) and he like kills the guy it, it wraps around his head and then I don't gnaws his face. I don't know yeah, what it choke choke gnaws him. Yeah, it starts face hugging him to death. We're gonna talk about uh about the lead singer for NXS a lot in the Christmas episodes, <laughs> apparently. And the kid is just sitting there at the stairs like uh, 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 watching this whole thing. Number and, one Number one, Roy Royman Buckingham the third is this. Why did he keep it? He watched it kill a man. Yes, yes. Because then we we learned later in the movie he kept it because it comes back to life again to go after him. Which he, like, takes this, like, Mario Brothers-style baseball bat and mallets the fuck out of it. And I'm thinking to myself, why didn't you do that in the first place? (laughs) Wait, why did you have it in the house? Just put it outside the house. It's got, like, it's got two messing... (laughs) <laughs> licorice whip arms and legs it's not getting in <laughs> so kid basically becomes tommy because he become deaf dumb but not blind um and the mom's trying to ha- have him have this normal life but it ain't happening while um he's just sitting there and casually watching either the animated adventures of rambo 
or <laughs> that was a weird choice for or sure. the evil dead and mom's just like okay with it um <laughs> and um to try to cheer the kid up because he's obviously dealing with the trauma of witnessing the death she takes him to the the local toy store which is kind of seen as a joke by the kids now what was the name toy chest or something i don't know it's just all i know Who owns is that, it i should ask oh, you yeah. that question and so the film is then owned by the main star of the film who's barely in the movie mickey rooney <laughs> as joe petto oh, god it's so, so bad here's the thing i mentioned earlier about mickey about you know this whole thing with mickey rooney being in this movie mickey rooney once took out an entire page and I th- either the New Yorker or the New York Times, completely chastising the existence of Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> Was it Variety? Okay, some some publication where he completely chastised the existence of Silent Night, Deadly Night, saying that it, that it was sacrilegious to make uh, Santa Claus a serial killer and blah 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 blah. Yet here he is in Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, as Joe Petto. <laughs> who may or may not be a child kidnapping pedophiliac child killer. Right. Because <laughs> the first thing we see of his, to- well, the, the second thing we see of his toy shop is an underground, like, like, uh, like cellar door situation that where nobody knows keep- what's under there. But, except we know that's where he keeps his son, whose name is Pino. Right. Right. Who, like, tries to get the kid to take home this remote-controlled centipede. He was like, here, this is the toy you want. Take this toy home. Take this toy home. And I'm like, yeah, you did the right thing by saying no to that toy. And even, like, Joe Petto is looking at him like, <laughs> you waiting for him to go all jazz singer on him and rip his pocket and go, I have no son. <laughs> By the way, uh, Pino uh, dresses like every extra that you saw in uh, in uh, Twice Dead. <laughs> yes, yes, he did, and looked like an extra from Twice Dead. Uh, he looked like uh, what's her name's boyfriend from uh, Family Ties. It was Alex. Was that the, no, not Alex? Oh, what was God, that? Scott Valentine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, um. The uh, the the army guy then becomes a red herring because he get he he has a bunch of toys at his hotel room wherever he's at. We don't know if it's a hotel room or if it's an apartment complex. We don't know. But he gets he gets a, a very bad visit from the landlord or whoever. And so he says that if you let me slide on the rent for a couple of days, I'll give you a really great toy for your kid. To which he gives him the remote control centipede. Yeah, the purple remote control centipede. <laughs> which proceeds to like jump down his throat while he's trying to drive the car. <laughs> yes. Choke him, causing him to like flip his car who knows how many times before the car blows up. And so at that point it's kind of established, oh, this guy's the killer. And he's the one that's leaving the presence at the at the doorstep, especially when he becomes mad obsessed with wanting to see him. When he's brought to the mall to see Santa, which, by the way, we have another appearance by Clint Howard. 
We do as a as a pervy fat Santa Claus. Yes. <laughs> God bless him. Um, and then we have um, horny girl and horny guy, who all we know is that she's a babysitter for him. Yeah, for the kid, she's a babysitter. Yeah. And then the the boyfriend comes over, and oh my God, that scene with the toys is okay. Yeah. Out of control. This is where screaming Matt George just that's the said, mission. Yeah, right there. Yeah. This is when he said, I'm going to just shoot my load all over this movie with the the army dolls and the tanks and the <laughs> the, the saw blade killing machine and the, the 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 bondage snake. And the superheroes that fly and explode. Yes. I mean just Balls to the walls, outrageousness going on. And then we find out also that this guy who's obsessed with seeing this kid is a former lover of the kid's mother, who also, surprise, turns out to be the biological father. But for some reason, she never let him see him after he came back and whatever. I have no clue. I I really don't. Because all that makes sense at this point is is that they they found Pinot snooping around in the house, which um, Joe Petto blames on that being the house that he used to live in, and Pinot, you know, is just which is normal human that. behavior, of course. Yeah. Right? Like, but but then we find out that Joe Petto was responsible for killing a bunch of kids in in, in another <laughs> city. But then we find out. After Joe Petto kidnaps the kid, that Joe Petto is actually dead after having in a fight with Pino. Because <laughs> Pino is not a real boy. Shock. I mean, with a name like that, shock. But that Pino is an animatronic Ken doll. <laughs> that's, that, that's wearing his father's face as his face. Yes, wearing his father's face. To, to which we get this creepy scene with, uh, you know, Mickey Rooney with rapey eyes <laughs> grabbing after uh. people. And then we see Mickey Rooney dead on the ground. And then we see Pinot out of his clothing. And we find out that he wants to kill the kid and take over the spot as the, as the son for the mom. And I just want to know how it was worded in the script for the scene where the naked Pinot with no body features whatsoever walks up to the mom and starts dry humping her while saying, love me, mommy, love me, mommy, love me, mommy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that happened. (laughs) I have no idea. I watched this movie. All right. I my eyes were on it and it happened and I was present. I have no idea how we got from I have no idea how we got from the scene where the the first scene where uh boyfriend uh boyfriend Craig Nelson Riley whatever got killed mm-hmm. to where this robot kid wants this woman to be his mommy. Like, I have no idea the, the connective tissue that got us there. No, somehow we got there. 
And we and we got to see him dry humping her with no crotch. Right. And right. we also found out that making animatronics involves a little bit of this and a little bit of that. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. That's all you need to make yeah. uh, to make AI. Yeah. Yeah. And it it turns out that Joe Petto was hiding Pinot and his homicidal ways, and that it was Pinot who designed these killer toys to kill the son. And the kid suddenly has a breakthrough and starts attacking Pinot. And they shove a screwdriver into his head. Right. And chop him in half. (laughs) Then crush his, and then the mom crushes his head. Right. And then they're leaving and the kid was like, I kind of feel bad for him. He was just a toy. And I'm like, kid, he kidnapped you and was going to kill you. Don't feel bad for the goddamn animatronic monster. (laughs) The the affront to God that was just in that basement that shouldn't exist because that's not how artificial intelligence works. (laughs) This demon boy that made a that made a car with saw blades in it that ate somebody's face (laughs) who dry humped your mom with no crotch you saw you saw it you were there yeah it was all there it was making the it was making the standard 90s robot noises like it was not good it's not great it's not great that suit that this i mean this was pinnacle insanity for screaming mad george because the doll suit that he designed for the actor to wear (laughs) i had to back it up a couple of times to watch the reveal because i was so dumbfounded by the actual look of the ken doll Yes. Complete with the plastic Barbie hair. I just, I was just like, what the hell am I watching? And then the dry humping happens. And it's like, it's like watching the robot humping the washing machine on robot chicken. Yeah. Only instead of it just being the gear sounds and the sound of the bumping up against the, you know, the the washing machine, we hear the gear sounds and the sound of him going, love me, mommy, love me, mommy. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. This is, the movie is just so, <laughs> I don't even know. It's just so bad. It's so bad. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's well worth watching. It's super fun. But just what is going on in this movie? And we didn't even touch on the rollerblades. Oh, no, we didn't. <laughs> the the, the rollerblades, which honestly looked like they came from the Acme company. And Wally Coyote was wearing them and they went wrong and, and made oh. the kid do this like ballet of death. Which he where he gets hit by the car and is put in the hospital on Christmas Eve with barely clinging to his life, bandaged up like a fucking mummy, <laughs> missing teeth, going, oh, mummy, oh, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> like, god damn. I, 
Not since Halloween 3 has a horror movie hated kids so I much. I know. <laughs> Just. <laughs> I, Jesus. Just. And hated them in such an audacious way <laughs> as to hospitalize a child wearing rollerblades as if wearing rollerblades wasn't embarrassing enough having rockets built into them that fires you into traffic well it's like first it like <coughs> made them do this pirouette then slammed him into the garage door right and it's like very 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 looney tune style then he does another pirouette and then goes flying backwards into oncoming traffic and it wasn't just like one of those surreptitious moments where they telegraph that he got ran over by a car no you no. see the kid get fucking flattened <laughs> by his car while the rocket jets are still going on on his on his, on yeah, his it, blades. then we fade to black and go to the hospital with him all like uh, <laughs> And it's like the, the, the mother comes in and it's like, oh, my God, what happened? And it's like, oh, he got hit. He's he's going to be fine. I'm like, your kid's hanging on for his dear life on Christmas <laughs> Eve. How could you be so calm? <laughs> it's so, oh, God, I want everybody to watch this just because it's so dumb. It's <laughs> it's worth every every second of watching it. Oh, God, just it to is. Watch yes. the, just to watch the uh, mall Santa backstage scene. <laughs> Just I've been peed on class today. Just, just, just perfect. Just perfect. <laughs> and, and to watch him grab his son and not let go of him as a mall Santa, that was a great scene too, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. And then the girl before him, when she was giving the shopping list of stuff, and she's like, and if you can't get me that, then get me Bride of the Reanimator. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my God. Like, what is this movie? For God's sakes. <laughs> Like, yep, this is a Brian Usna movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think? What's your verdict, Roy? Got to see this to believe it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, this whole the, the audacity of the existence of this entire franchise is what I love about the <laughs> franchise. And you, you got to see this thing to believe it exists. You really do. Especially especially because of Mickey Rooney's involvement, because you just look at it and you go, what? bill did you owe <laughs> what dues did you have to pay to the screen actors guild to say yes to this role oh my god yeah it's rough it's rough this is like joan crawford and trog level rough mm -hmm. for mickey rooney it really is oh man well that's that's december baby that's december and we that's did it we made That's it another year of doing this show. Yeah, Jesus. and and uh, January is going to be very interesting because we have zero control over January. Yeah. Who knows? So Who knows? yeah, we Talk we truck boys are going to come in and just fuck <laughs> us up, baby. Let's go. We we are having a group from San Antonio, Texas, that uh, host a, a YouTube show called In Our Nerdy Opinion. Take control of our show for a month. And by the way, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, we love these guys. Oh yeah, like they are they are friends of ours. They do great work, uh, convention panels and things like that. 
Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. And we're going to have them throw at us the the best what the fuckery that Japan can offer. Uh, yeah. They're going to be. We don't even. We won't even know what the stuff is until we tape the episodes. All we know is we're getting a full length movie and a clip show. Yep. Yep. Those are the two parts for uh, for January. <laughs> That's all we know. And, and I know I've seen some of the stuff that they show at conventions. Mm-hmm. And from what they've told me, that stuff's the tame stuff. Oh God. So. I'm I'm kind of horrified about what we're going to see. <laughs> Who knows what these guys? I mean, I've put them through some some stuff also. So this is their opportunity to get back at me. Uh-huh. Uh, so <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited and nervous at the same time to know what they're going to do. I mean, this this is the first time you and I are going in completely blind. Into uh-huh. I mean, whenever we would go completely blind into something before, we at least knew the title. We don't even know the title. So, we, right. you know, yeah, I as, as far as you know, it could be something like zombie ass or something, you know, just <laughs> I'm into it. Let's do it. I could use a little uh, I could use a little mystery in my life. Let's, oh, let's yeah, let, let's see what kind of damage they can do. <laughs> uh, you can go find their show on YouTube. It's called In Our Nerdy Opinion. Uh, they got a lot of great fun stuff up there. Um, especially when they do the the epic battles, like they they will do these debates about uh, two characters that really have n- nothing in common with each other, but who would win if you put them up against each other? Like I, I remember one once it was Laura Croft versus um, Ripley from the Aliens franchise, and um, they had one that was uh, Mac from Mac and Me versus ET. <laughs> <laughs> just these these great combos um uh but definitely you know ch- check this stuff out it's a lot of fun again the name of the show is in our nerdy opinion and um we're gonna have them uh, actually on our show as well so uh this will be fun yeah it'll probably be chaos because this will be the most people we've ever had on a on a single That's episode true. i mean not like it's not chaos anyway but it's just gonna be more chaos <laughs> Especially since they have zero podcast. Um, well, t- I mean, technically they do because of their videos. It's, cons- it's like I've tried to tell them, you're, it's basically a podcast is what you do without the video aspect. But they're still a little nervous <laughs> about doing a podcast. I'm like, no one's going to see you. Calm down. <laughs> right. Nobody, nobody sees your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's a just, video. You're it's just, just your stupid words, guys. <laughs> All right, gang, I want to wish everyone who's listening to the show, whatever holiday you celebrate, happy holidays. I hope you all have a great happy new year and we will see you all in 2022. Go get you some hot chocolate and some goddamn pecan pie. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. I still think we should put that somewhere in the outro for this show. <laughs> We need to watch another Bad Ben movie next year. That'll We're be my, have to. yeah. That'll be my uh, one of my things. Will be another Bad Ben movie. <laughs> Here's to 45 more Bad Ben movies. Exactly. <laughs> All right, gang. We'll see you next year. Talk to y'all later. 
Oh.